What's going on? Welcome to Mailbox Monday. I'm your host, Josh, here with my co-host. KG! And uh, today we're just going to jump right into the mailbag. So, uh, anything to add? You hit some nice PRs this week. Let's hear about it. Yeah, so I just made a post in our coaching group. If you are not in that, we'll put a link down below. Uh, Today, This podcast will be the only way you'll be able to get into this coaching group. So we offer value. We post a couple times per week. But anyways, I made a post. Um, So about 12 weeks ago, I was going into the gym just doing the randomest things ever, just picking random exercises, random weights. And then Josh was like, dude, let's go out on a routine. So we both did the exact same routine. And there's so many different benefits. I know our last podcast was about how to create proper routines. But um, the two biggest things are number one, it's just like, it's a non-negotiable. When I have those five workout days listed in front of me, I was like, there's no way. Like if I have to work out at 6am or 10pm, I'll make it happen. And a lot of people are jumping around in the gym doing just random things, not sticking to it. And I was able to improve my lifts dramatically. I got a 435 pound squat. Um, at the start of the program could probably only do 365 if that and then my deadlift I got 455 I was probably able to do like 365 once again so um, those are pretty big numbers I'm happy with I've done a lot a lot more before Josh is recovering right now so unfortunately mm-hmm. he couldn't uh, join me but he'll be doing the the next one so yeah, I don't think I've said anything but I actually no. got a inguinal I believe it's called hernia surgery repaired Um, so essentially the reason this happened is there's a weakness and a lot of males fascia um, kind of in that that inguine, I'm I'm butchering it, inguinal cavity, so essentially like a little hole men have, so basically the intestines can break through, um, can push through a breakness uh, or a weakness in that fascia, and you get this little bump that you can kind of push in and out, and if anything, it's just a headache. The risk is if it becomes strangulated, you can cut off circulation, have dead tissue, and can die, so you want to get it treated essentially, and I did get it treated, and uh, a lot of people say, oh, it's because you lifted too heavy, but I I inquired with the surgeon because I was honestly worried because, you know, I've devoted a lot of time to learning breathing techniques and bracing, and you certainly can get them from incorrectly bracing, but he assured me that it wasn't from that, and it very well was just genetic, and that's kind of the the breakdown of it. You know, a lot of it is hereditary. It's very, very common in my family. All my uncles have had two to three surgeries for it, so since I was a kid, I knew it would go down, and I mean, it went pretty well. I haven't worked out in two weeks, which is pretty wild for me, Um, but I still go to the gym every day, and I just walk. I'm getting up. To a normal walk, things are feeling pretty good. I'm moving pretty good. Uh, you know, I, I it tires me out a bit, but for the most part, you know, I'm, I'm going to be back at it nice and soon. Uh, but yeah, we're going to make a video on that, recovering from that. If that's something anyone's ever interested on or interested about, it's kind of fun and it's a different thing. And you know, the important thing is life throws you curveballs. You got to do what you got to do. Listen to your doctors. I mean, I could go and push it in the gym sooner than I should, but I don't want to risk it and have to do it again. Um, you know. It'll be four to six weeks of my life, and then I can rebuild bigger and better from there. No problem. You can feel bad for yourself, but you're still going in there. You're still doing your walking. That's it. Still uh, cheering me on and uh, filming me. Yeah, I just watched Kyle and film him. I look like a a cheerleader. It's (laughs) pretty awesome. I love it. (laughs) He's not even getting paid for (laughs) that. Don't get used to it, man. Okay, so first question. I don't know if this is actually for the podcast, but I think it's a pretty good general question. I'll cut out the name, but some a 15-year-old messaged us, um, and we'll say his name's Jay, and he says he has taken an interest in powerlifting through Instagram and was wondering if his PRs were good enough to compete. So currently he does a 205 bench, a 300 deadlift, 
And I guess he doesn't squat, or maybe yeah, who maybe, knows. maybe so, it's not good enough. So I think a lot of younger people send these messages for self validation because I know I used to do it too. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. That's with pretty it. impressive. Yeah. I'll, I'll There's nothing wrong with it, homie. If you want to shoot a few messages and have a few people compliment you, I remember doing the same thing, man. I used to tell everyone, "Oh, I'm 16 or 17. I could deadlift 475 or something, mm-hmm. you know, and whatever. It's cool, but." Um, to kind of formulate into it, it is a fantastic list, by the way. I mean, obviously, we don't know the weight or anything like that, but if you're confident in your lifts enough that you've been doing it for a while and you want to compete, compete. Like, it's not that serious. You don't have to be competitive in powerlifting. It's it's for you to hit all-time PRs, to work towards something, to have fun. Saying so, it really depends on the mantra or where you like. Um, for me and a lot of my clients, you know, I like people to be competitive. I like to say, okay, we've been at it a while. I'm confident in your ability. Now I'm ready for you to go out there and, you know, cause for me, if I'm going to compete, I want to win. I want to have a chance. Uh, some people would say, just do it. So you have to ask yourself personally, are you doing it to get as strong as you can for fun? And if so, definitely compete. But if you want to be the strongest and best powerlifter ever, you know, maybe take some time to see if you're competitive. You can look up your local fed, see where people's PRs are at, see if you're kind of in that realm. But, uh, those are some pretty awesome lifts. So if you're thinking of competing in powerlifting, those are the questions you would ask yourself beforehand. Uh, I'll let you know I answer this on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Beauty. Um, this is a pretty fun one. We got someone asked, they said that they watched a bunch of our 10,000 calorie challenges before and they asked if we had any desire to do them anymore or where those went. Uh, so we basically, <laughs> those were, those were some good times. A lot of you guys here probably haven't seen them, but we spent many days before recovering and preparing and doing the 10,000 calorie challenges. For those of you who don't know, it's not too much fun, although it does look a lot of fun. You basically binging until you want to puke and just have a ton of calories and um you know one of our biggest ones has gone pretty kind of viral like 300 plus thousand views it's not very viral but um they're not uh they're not that much fun to be completely honest and like we've realized that it's not really helping too many people aside from just um you know getting a bit of a laughter out there and like we realized within five minutes we can make a great form video that's going to get just as many views and help a hundred times more people so i don't really feel like doing that to my body and uh we just haven't had any desire to do them recently we've probably done five to ten and that's about it yeah i mean i i'm sick of it It, it's fun and everyone listening i know you're thinking oh i could do ten thousand yeah no like ten i'm sure maybe a lot of people could but it's a different beast than you would imagine it's a lot harder than you would uh, kind of think it is when you actually lay it out so many people say they think they could do it but yeah it's pretty beefy and we've done 15 and that was pretty gnarly as well but it's just not worth it and the views aren't the same if i was guaranteed half a million views i'd take one for the team like we have in the past but right now i just can't say i'm necessarily having a huge desire to get at that just like the the day uh, the commitment for the entire day and then the editing process like eight to ten hours and just like we made that lap pull down video our number one video on youtube within just you know a couple minutes and it's helped so many people so we're like we'll just do more of those and and stay away from uh from the eating stuff and uh stay on track with our fitness goals <laughs> all right what's up next um, i don't even know let me see We'll dig in there. Does, did Karen have some questions too? I believe she had like three. Last week. No, we didn't. We didn't film it. Um, she asked one about the pump. I, mem- I remember. We didn't film oh, the podcast. Yeah. We do have some yeah. questions. So one of uh, Josh's clients, uh, she hooks it up because she asks like five questions weekly, which is <laughs> fantastic. So shout out to you because you're well, feeling this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we need more questions. We always tell people we... The questions are the best. Um, let me just pull this up here. So, well, one of her questions was, I mean, I'm just going to put it. Oh, here we go. 
This is actually me being curious. Why do people chase a pump? Why do supplements even market to getting a better pump? Does it have any purpose? Um, does it enhance performance or is it just strictly for an aesthetic? If a pump only lasts during a workout, then what's the point? Is it only for people to look at at the gym? And as silly as the question this is, this is a pretty fun question. We, we almost filmed it and Kyle didn't really know how to answer because it's like, I don't know. It, yeah. just, it feels good. And that's exactly it. A pump essentially, and it's interesting enough now that I haven't been lifting, I kind of lose that hard and full look to my muscles. Um, and you know, it's been two weeks and a lot of people say, well, I lose all my muscle after two weeks. I have the same weight and I've done things to take away. I know I'm going to do a different question. I always do this, but it's okay. Bear with me here. So effectively for me to minimize my muscle gain, I've done three things. So this is my question. How do I minimize muscle gain? So it's been two Min- weeks. Minimize muscle loss. I guess. Muscle loss, yeah. mu- muscle gain. As a joke, I used to always go into GNC with my friends and we'd say, hey dude, I need a supplement that's going to help me lose muscle. I'm putting on muscle too fast. <laughs> What can I do to get rid of some muscle? And they used to give the dirtiest looks. They would just not. Yeah, they know you're trolling. Yeah, it's like the biggest. (laughs) Get what I get. So yeah, funny side note. But to minimize muscle loss, the three things I've effectively done are I've taken care of my sleep first and foremost. Rest is going to be your best friend. You don't want to have weird habits here, especially when you're not working out, right? We want to maintain everything we can. Next up is to maintain adequate nutrition. So I've been eating at my maintenance. Of course, I had to adjust this because I am not lifting. So I had to monitor my maintenance down to about 2,800 and that's kept me at 208. Next up, I've maximized my protein. So I'm still having 200 grams of protein. Obviously protein helps maintain muscle. It helps um, limit um, muscle breakdown and muscle loss. And then it also will just kind of help um, by with its amino acids to produce new muscle. And obviously I'm not going to be producing new muscle. So I'm looking to maintain as much as I can and that's going to help encourage it. And once again, every edge is my friend. And then next up, the one thing I am allowed to do is walk. So walking will still provide you with glycogen to the muscle as long as you're moving the muscle it will have some stimulus saying so i lose that pump look to me you know i kind of had that puffier bigger muscle look now i just like you know like a little leaner and kind of like I, I lift a bit well pretty much the same as before i just don't look as thick you know like the ah. thickness of the pump um, when you're actually pushing the blood to that muscle and a cool thing too is usually you can tell who's on roids because they look pumped all the freaking time you know yeah. they don't have just that natural look where you look really pumped up and that's because with you know everything that's going on the hormones it kind of improves the muscle and pushes it closer to the thin it can also um you know loosen or not loosen lessen how thick your skin is where you can kind of see everything pushed out so the pump very much is aesthetic it feels amazing oh, yeah. you know like you just you feel big you feel larger than life you know you're just pushing so much blood to that muscle muscle hardens and it pushes it out pushes those veins out pushes that glycogen out so it's just a really good feeling and it will last a little bit um visually that big pump but past that you know when you are pumped up and your muscles are pumped up you're pushing water you're pushing glycogen you're pushing everything to that muscle to have it give it that full look so when you are lifting that's why you have that and that's why if you stop lifting for a few days you'll lose a little bit of weight um it's kind of interesting that phenomenon how it works uh so that's kind of the benefit of the pump is you just feel good you feel pumped up but more than anything without overlooking into it it very much is just a bro-y fun little term and uh you know some supplements will have some factors uh what's the name of the one in particular i believe citrulline oh um, citrulline citrulline mallet i think that's correct yeah that will kind of help with the blood flow to kind of 
beef you out a bit and improve vascularity. Like there's vasky stops and they don't necessarily do a ton, but it is just a really cool feeling. And especially with your biceps or your chest, when you can annihilate a muscle, it just feels stupid good. Yeah. It's definitely not a way to monitor progress though. Uh, I could go into the gym, do three sets of 15 pound dumbbell curls and feel so pumped up. Um, and then I think a lot of companies out there realize that a lot of guys just want to be pumped and, and are chasing the pump. So they're like, Hey, how can we create a supplement that will get everyone to buy it and just, you know, feel great and, and think they're looking great as well. So I think they're definitely more marketing than actual, you know, uh, worth the money, but, uh, it's a, just a good question. All right. Uh, this is a really cool question she asked. I didn't really see this. I kind of want to save it so I could have a genuine response here. You know, we try to do these on the fly as much as we can. I think it's a little more cool than a super rehearsed, uh, response. Okay, Kyle. All right. What is your personal definition of fit? Just one. For example, some people think being fit means having a six pack, being able to run a full marathon and being able to deadlift 500 pounds. What's your definition of being fit? And I guess it's restructured to what is your personal definition of being fit, not everyday person for you to be a really fit person. I'd just say, uh, I want to say healthy, but then that also doesn't define it as well. Like if I were to define it, I'd say someone who just has longevity, like I wouldn't, this is, this is a tough question. Mm -hmm. I would just say like, oh man, like, like strong and this is a tough one. I'm struggling to come up with like an actual definition. I mean, the problem is fits an umbrella term. Yeah. Right. But what is it to you? Because like, like to me, it's not about being the strongest. It's not about being the most chiseled. It's not about any of that. It's just like feeling good and, and being healthy, knowing that, like we've said this before, but knowing when I hit 60, I'm going to be, I, I'm going to have strong muscles, strong bones, and just like an overall healthy body working for me. And I'm not going to die 10 years earlier or anything mm -hmm. like that. Just like being able to jump high like be athletic it's just i know there's a lot of things being thrown here but just overall like longevity and like overall living longer is like my definition of of being fit like not drinking a bunch of booze and eating a dump bunch of crap every day just being healthy and, and i can't even use the term fit but that's kind of it for me <laughs> I, I would i'm i'm lucky as i had a bit more time than kyle here because I, I gotta hear him say it first but i i think being fit is um someone who's just committing to a lifestyle of and betterment of their health mm -hmm. in every aspect. So someone who's conscious of the lifestyle choices they make and how it'll affect them and who strives to be at their best ability and they understand that they can't always do that. So I think that's a really good, easy definition for me. And obviously your best ability could be to be your best athlete, to be your strongest self, to, you know, to eat the healthiest food ever, to be the most mobile, you know, everyone will have a different consideration of that. And to me fit, you know, I just see it as that basic, you know, you're there and then there's people that are extremes in every direction, but you know, just someone who just strives to be better in health. I like that. And for me, I know there will be people who will have definitions. Like if someone can squat 600 pounds, they'll probably consider themselves the most fit person ever. For me, you know, if I can bench 300, but I can't lift my arms over my head half the time, I would never consider myself to be fit because I'm not mobile. My shoulders aren't healthy and all that stuff. So it's definitely a personal one. But for me overall, just, uh, just being able to move properly and, and, and live healthy. That's the best way so to do it. So for fun, the official definition is... In good health, especially because of regular physical exercise. Beauty. 
Belt makes sense. Yeah. Probably an easier way to do it. Okay. <laughs> I wish I thought of that earlier. Another fun one here. Do you think it's possible to be lean shredded long term and have a healthy relationship with food? Lean and shredded long term. Like lean and shredded would be like like low body for fat percentage. Like for males, like under ten. I mean, lean and shredded are way two yeah. different things. So like shredded would be like like five six percent. You're like you're deezed out. You're you're, you're, you're like you're, you're peeled. You're your cheese grater. Your I wouldn't say shredded would be like long term, <laughs> but I'd say lean definitely. I think you can be lean. Long-term. I'd say lean, yeah, leanish. But it depends what lean mean. Lean means something different to everyone. That's the thing. You know what I mean? But I think if you want to maintain like 13, 12% body fat. No problem. You, know, you have a bit of abs. You have some definition. You can see some rounding, a couple of veins. Absolutely. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. And I feel the best I have in my entire life. I've done every spectrum. I've been stupid lean. I've been stupid bulked. And right now, I just feel so freaking good at like 208. Probably, once again, 12, 13% body fat. And the reason I say that is at 214, I was 14% body fat on a DEXA so I, I think those numbers would about add up but once again it's speculation you know I've said don't fall in love with your body fat or body weight anything like that um, but I definitely think you can be lean do I think you can be shredded no Sh- the problem with being shredded is it's being deprived you're not at your optimum self your hormones are suppressed and obviously you can do things to peak this but if you've ever been really lean it kind of just sucks the life out of you it's it's really not fun and I think it makes it very hard to have a healthy relationship with food Whereas when you're lean, you're eating a decent, realistic maintenance and you can have a respectable amount of food. You know, you can have a fun day every blue moon and it's not going to cause you to blow up like a whale. Whereas when you're shredded, you know, one tough day can really, even psychologically, you know, when your your body is so hungry and your hormones are so out of whack, it causes you to do really erratic, odd things. So saying so, you know, I don't think you could necessarily be shredded, but I think you could be lean. And I think lean is a very personal definition. I think some people can be leaner than others. Like some yeah. people just don't care to eat. Like some people really don't get a ton of joy from food. I get a freakish, a lot of joy from food. So I don't think I could naturally be a really skinnier, leaner, diced out person, but about 12% is very doable for me. Yeah. And I'm looking back at the one time in my life that I've ever considered myself to be actually shredded and looking back then I do not ever think I could maintain that just for any more than that one competition date like uh, or like a couple weeks it's just not realistic and I'd argue majority of the people who are like considered shredded on like YouTube Instagram social media that you guys are following a lot of them probably are taking some performance enhancing drugs in one way or another because it is definitely tough if any of you have gotten down into like the single digit body fat percentage it is tough mentally physically and it's it's not easy so Well, there's our mailbox That's Monday. it. We need more questions. We're hungry for them questions. Oh, I'm starving. So shoot, shoot them over DMs. Uh, sorry we missed Monday, but hopefully this episode was worth the wait. I think it was a really fun episode. Uh, we appreciate everyone taking the time to listen and, you know, work to better themselves through our content. It means a ton. Um, you know, podcast is growing slow and steady, which is solid. I mean, I'll take that, and we'll see you in the next upload. Peace.